good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hare. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, you know, I always uh, say that uh, we always have a special show, so it's kind of redundant, but I feel like we have a really special show tonight here on uh, Native Ritz Radio, and we have the president of Minnetonka on here, and we I want to get Jory on here right away, and let's talk about what's happening with Minnetonka uh, and what... Uh, you know, the exciting things, and I've had the opportunity to talk to you off air, and uh, just the things that are happening, and I'm really, really excited to have you on, and let's get this show on the road here. Thanks for having us. Let's talk a little bit about your company here, and it's been around for, I believe, over 80 years, and let's let's talk about... Uh, where you've come from and where you're where you're at now and all these really good things. I think everybody uh in the country is uh familiar with uh with your uh shoes and your products over the years and I know I've had some moccasins over the years and uh I'm here to say uh I'm really excited to have you and our other special guest on. But let's start with you, Jory. Thanks, Robert. Um, yeah, so Minnetonka has been around since 1946, and it's been a family business. I work uh, with my dad, who's our CEO. My grandfather still works. He's 92, and I have a cousin in the business. And we have, yeah, been around for many decades and seen a lot of, of trends come and go, a lot of things in the country come and go. And we have a lot of history with that. And of course, we're here to talk about our reconciliation work. And do you want me to just jump in and and start uh, diving in on that? Right, exactly. And again, I just wanted a little background so we all know who, what business we're talking about. But yeah, let's jump right into it and get our other guest involved in here. And uh, I'm just excited to talk about this because, like I said earlier, we, we've we had uh, quite a few conversations over the last couple of years and the great work that you, you and your family uh, is doing. So let's, let's get rolling. <laughs> we have had some good talks. Yeah. So um, we were, I'm trying to think back into pre-COVID days. It's hard to... <laughs> uh, imagine now, but we were to be totally transparent, really paralyzed for a few years there by fear. Once we realized we were appropriating, there mm-hmm. were decades, you know, those first few decades in the, con- in the company, it wasn't an understanding that we had. And so I've been in the business um, almost 13 years now. And when we first started to understand what that concept was and understand what we were doing, we were, we were paralyzed, like I said, by fear of what to do next and how to move forward and how to even talk about this in any way. And the first thing that we did is I actually reached out to somebody who I knew. We weren't really good friends. We were friendly and had known each other in school. And I reached out to her and she became our first Native American advisor. And that was in the fall of 2019. 
that's why I said, Oh, I gotta, I gotta think back for a second. And so that was, (laughs) (laughs) that was in the fall of 2019. And she was really, um, honest, direct, supportive, clear. And, uh, it was a, it was a really, I, I'll never forget. We had lunch. It was me and and David Miller, our CEO and, and her, and it was just frankly, a life-changing lunch to have this conversation, the first one. So from there, um, we began to just meet people in the community and through people. And we had the opportunity to meet to meet with a few people who became advisors more. Um, so we had a few. And then when George Floyd was murdered, a, lot, a fair number of our employees lived in the area where there was a lot of unrest. And it was also at a time, you know, it was a few months into COVID, we all remember. And it was at a time when we kind of were able to say, hang on a second, we're, we're figuring out how everybody can, can work and deal with this COVID thing and, and try and keep the business open. And, and now this happens. And it really, this topic of how we can be more committed to this community and how we can deal with our cultural appropriation really went to the t- back to the top of the list and has stayed there ever since. So from there, um, that summer in 2020, we published on our website the first, we, we call it our letter of commitment, where we called it what it is, which is appropriation. We apologized for it and we said, check back in the fall and we're going to have more of a plan and then we did update with more of a plan. Here are some of the things we're going to do to um, change, to show up better. And so that was the first step. And then we met Adrian, um, Adrian Benjamin, who's on with us. We met Adrian through one of those advisors. I think the first conversation was in very early January of 21, 2021. So that is, that kind of takes us up to, to when, when we met Adrian and, and I'm not going to speak for her, but I know she was like, Hmm, okay, I guess I'll talk to these people. So you can speak for yourself. (laughs) Well, can I, uh, before you come on, I have to say this before we, we had our conversation and it was, had to do with a native roots trading post, uh, which we just finished up at the fair. I want to just uh, really, it really uh, give you big props on that letter of commitment. That's a big deal here in uh, Native country. That anyone that admits any kind of wrongdoing to Native Americans is just, uh, you know, it, it never happens. So I just got to give you a big, uh, big shout out here on Native Roots Radio, and I think that's why uh, it's really important for us here to have you both on today and talk about this because um, people, especially the way history has been taught, people don't really want to cop a plea of, of appropriation or any, any wrongdoing because they can blame it on the school system. They can blame it on other things. But you took uh, responsibility and are moving forward, and that's that's huge. I just want to say that before we get any further, and uh, we're really excited to have you both on. Thank you. And uh, well, we want want you to introduce yourself to our audience too. Now we only have a minute left in this segment, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do want we want to have everyone a total anticipation for when we come back. Can you uh, uh, introduce yourself? Uh... Absolutely. So, Anin, I'm a Kagabuiqui Indigenous cause. Adrian Benjamin is my name. Um, I am currently uh, the reconciliation advisor with for Minnetonka and also um, an artist and youth worker, activist, all kinds of different things that I've done in my career. So That's awesome. Hey, that was the teaser we wanted. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and we're going to talk to Minnetonka here about what's happening and how they are embedding themselves in the community in a good way. So this is Native Roots Radio, and we'll be right back after this short break. 
Stay with us. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And, and some, some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Looks like you're, uh, you are uh, muted there, Haley. Yes, apologies. My computer is lagging. Now I'm having a little bit of Wi-Fi issues. Uh, this portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul, native-owned, bringing us the best coffee that keeps us awake. I am awake. Hey, we are having a really kick-butts uh, show today here to start the week off here, and we're with Jory and... Adrian, and uh, we are talking about Minnetonka and also uh, what's happening uh, in Minnetonka. And I would like you to uh, finish introducing yourself in a good way. Um, you're the advisor, and uh, let's talk a little about about your your reconcilia- reconciliation advisory uh, uh, job. Sure. So. Uh, yeah, just kind of pick up where Jory left off. So I started working. Um, well, I started my conversations, I'll say that with uh, Minnetonka after being, you know, um, an elder in, in the Minneapolis community actually came to me and um, yeah, said, I have, I know that I've been talking to this company and they've done some appropriation over the years and they're looking for somebody to kind of maybe lead an effort to, you know, do right by that are you interested? And I was like, "Mm, maybe. So um, like, I'm really deep into, you know, systems change and heart work and and community. And that's really all important things to me. So I guess when I first heard about it, I guess I I, immediately I was like, we need to like meet, I need to feel it out. Because I think I've just, you know, over the years, I've worked with schools and different organizations. And I think a lot of folks, you know, feel like it's, it's a box that can be checked. And that it's not something that has to be ongoing. And so for me, that was really like the, the litmus test of the the conversation to really feel out, you know, with David and Jory, where they were with their own internal work as far as, as this goes. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, you, you know, us natives uh, have been, uh, you know, dissed before, so it's really good that uh, we have to uh, keep our eyes and ears peeled. Uh, you know, we always remember Manhattan was bought by a few uh, beads and some trinkets, and uh, we need to always uh, keep our 
eye out. So how did that first meeting go? I mean, obviously you're here, but, uh, you know, there, there's so much going on when it comes to education, as it sounds like you're uh, with in, in education, too, that, you know, people are fighting not to talk about the truth, and we have our own truth, and then there's truth that's ta- taught in schools. And so um, we're always a little, and I don't know if I want to use the word paranoid, but we're always a little uh, um, slow and moving when we talk to people with uh, with. Uh, good news, let's say. Yeah. So the conversation obviously went, went very well. And I think that the main point that really struck me with, with both Jory and David was, you know, the admission, you know, like you said, I think the apology and that piece of things and, and just even the acknowledgement, you know, as, as I've done this work and we've gone forward with a lot of our efforts, I think, you know, I, I've, I really like to look at it from, you know, like a relational standpoint, right? Like a person to person, like if someone was to wrong each other just on a personal level, like what are the things that need to happen to repair that relationship? And so that's kind of how I approached this. And the fact that the acknowledgement was, was there on their end. And, you know, I think that they were really open to, to feeling you know, the, sh- the shame of it also, which is like almost like a taboo word for a lot of folks. But mm-hmm. um, I think that they were able to be in that and, and were really honest and, you know, truthful about what had, what had occurred. And I think <laughs> I'll even go one step further to say that I, th- and I'll let Jory talk on this, but I think now it's even become such a, such deeper work than what I think any of us ever set out to do even for, for me and my learning with it as well. And I think like, yeah, I mean, I I think I said this on another podcast, but I want to say it here too, is just like someone asked me like, so if a company comes up to you and wants to talk about reconciliation work, what's, what's something they should know. And I think when I think the most about this, it's that this can't be something that's like a click in your company that you're like, okay, we're going to do this now and pay these people. And then it's done. Like this work is so deep internally in your own you know, systems and the way that you were brought up and the historical context and all those things that you mentioned previously, like, I don't think that it's possible to separate the two. No, it isn't. And it and kind of reminds me, too, of uh, sometimes we fall into this uh, uh, land acknowledgement. It's like, I know whose land this is. <laughs> this isn't <laughs> This isn't up to me to educate you. And I, I think that's gone do you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, take, you know, and it sounds like, you know, Minnetonka is doing more than a per se, uh, land acknowledgement. They're doing the work and that's, that's heavy lifting. That is definitely heavy, heavy lifting. Jory, how was that first, uh, conversation there? How did that go? Obviously great, but I will say, you know, one thing that really drew us to Adrian was, she has a deep belief in, in systematic change. She believes Mm -hmm. it's possible. And one thing we've talked about many times is, you know, this is, this is a 77 year old company and I'm the fourth generation. If I were starting Mm -hmm. a company today, would it look anything like this? No, of course Mm -hmm. it wouldn't. But that's, we, if, if things are going to change, you need every system to contribute, right? You need government to participate. You need nonprofit, the nonprofit sector to participate. You, you do need new businesses that have better things as part of their mission. And we have, I, I love seeing those. I, my mission in life is to take an old company and turn it and to show up better. So we need we need all of those things, plus many more, of course. But to kind of come to that, that was something I think we really connected on is, you know, can we undo hundreds of years of, of not good, um, just the work we're doing in, in the next few years or only in this generation? No, but can we really make real progress um, and show up in a different way. And so we really connected on that. And then also just Adrian has, 
a really great way about her. She were she's so honest. She's so thoughtful. Um, and, and she does so in a way that can make you feel safe. And we laugh a lot too. And so it was, it was also like you were referring to earlier, Adrian, like sometimes you just have to like vibe with people. And especially if you're going to be really vulnerable and, um, deal with some hard stuff. And so that, that element was there too. This is an amazing show. And I want to ask you something, Jory, too, before we move on. How much pushback, and you don't have to name names, but how much pushback did you get from your family? You know, I, I kind of wondered about that because obviously you're younger, you you sound progressive, uh, you were brought up in a different era as your as your parents, and not that they're you know not that they're not good people, but maybe this is not in their jam. You know, um, my dad, who's our CEO, has been so on board with this and we would not be doing all of this work and we wouldn't be as far as we were if he weren't totally on board um, or if I were dragging him along. We were Mm -hmm. just talking about this on Friday actually. And we were doing this, this, we were doing something with Adrian and some of the artists who were working with and, and he and I were walking and we were just, I was just saying to him, even though, you know, I, I sometimes can take the lead in this way, or I'm sitting here with you and not him. He is, we do, we've absolutely partnered on this and credit to him because he is of a different generation. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's been one of, if not the most meaningful thing that we have done together, working together and that we will continue to do. And the rest of our family has taken our lead and, um, we've been educating them along the way and, and they're, they're along for it, but we've, we've definitely been closest to it. We work in the business and yeah, that part has been really special to be honest. That's awesome because I did have a chance to meet uh, with your father and yourself and uh, in a, in a meeting a few years ago. And I really did catch a really good vibe from your dad. Uh, That's, that's awesome. And that's, that's why I think this is a really exciting show Adrian, uh, so what's the next steps here? I mean, this is this is exciting things. Do we do we infiltrate uh, Minnetonka with many many uh, native designs, or how how are we going here? I think ex- that's exactly where we're going. Um, <laughs> you know, a big part of this when we stepped into like the planning process, or once 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 we realize where, what, what, what it should be, right? Like, what does this look like? What is this like personal journey of reconciliation for Minnetonka moccasins? I think that was one of the first things that we talked about aside from like, Hey, the first thing has to, it is the acknowledgement. The second thing has to be an apology. And then it, it like, for me, that was a big piece in that first conversation too. Like, is this going to be um, continued work or is it going to be like, this is, you know, a one one off effort you're going to do a couple things here and then and then call it good you know like i wasn't signing up for that <laughs> so um yeah. but what's really great is is jory made it very clear like this is a forever thing for the company as long as this is in existence they want to continue the, these relationships that we're building and i see the 30 seconds left so <laughs> more hey. after the break <laughs> Right. Oh, that that was good. You you heard her. Uh, we'll be right back after this this short break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio presents. I'm Oik, and here with Minnetonka. We'll be right back. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about the exterior construction company I trust, Snap Construction. If your home was hit with the most recent storms, trust the most well-reviewed exterior construction company, Snap Construction, for a free home inspection. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. There are a lot of great construction companies in town. My advice is to take your time and do your research. Make sure they are locally owned. 
and that they guarantee their craftsmanship for life. Also, you want to find a company that's been in business for at least 10 years. You want to work with a company that's going to be there long after the work is done. Snap Construction has handled thousands of claims, and we'll help you through the process. Don't go with the out-of-town fly-by-night contractor. Most storm damage goes missed by the untrained eye. Trust Snap Construction for your free storm damage evaluation. For your free storm damage evaluation, call Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP or visit them online at snapconstruction.com. That's 612-333-SNAP or snapconstruction.com. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. From chasing fall colors on a scenic road trip to epic hikes, fall festivals, apple orchards, or long hours on a patio, fall in Minnesota offers clear blue skies, an endless tapestry of color, and unmatched beauty, perfect for setting the stage for any colorful adventure. Plan your dream trip at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. We have families waiting for a car. You know, over 85% of unemployed are successful in finding and keeping a job if they have dependable transportation. A car plus a job equals a life changed. 612-919-5526. We have families waiting for a car. 919-5526 or autotech.org. Next Chapter Booksellers is not just a bookstore, it's a hub for book clubs. Connect with like-minded readers in the Sci-Fi Fantasy Club, Manga Club, the brand new Romance Book Club, and more. A friendly bookseller from Next Chapter Booksellers will handle all the arrangements and lead a vibrant discussion. Plus, for the younger kids, there's First Chapter Storytime every Saturday. Share your own book club ideas and find out more at nextchapterbooksellers.com. That's Next Chapter Booksellers off Snelling and Grand in St. Paul. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 59, then more sunshine on Tuesday with a high of 78. Scotch Mama's Hot Barbecue offers the huge taste of selections like baby back ribs and pulled pork sandwiches out of a little place. Scotch Mama's is located just a block west of I-35W off of West Diamond Lake Road in South Minneapolis. Visit their website at scotchamamas.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. Portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Yes, they do. Hey, we're here with the uh, Minnetonka, and I, you know, I when we're th- when I'm thinking about this, you know, maybe Jory, you can jump in, but I both both want you to to uh, respond to this. I feel like there's a lot of healing going on. I feel like the the four medicines uh, 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 are coming together, and I don't want to sound hokey, but I really. I don't know. I'm kind of emotional listening to the show and uh, being a part of it. Uh, what do What do you think, Jory? I I just it's pretty crazy. Yeah, Adrian and I have a standing call on Mondays, and we we get into all of this every every week. And it is. It's been you can't separate out the personal from the professional here, and and it is. It's the most meaningful thing that I do that we work on that um, we're, we're doing this. So yeah, thank you for saying that. You know, one of the best examples I think of the, of the work that we've done together and, and Adrian is we were about to, I know we were before the break about to start to talk about products and, and, and what we have coming up, which we will get to and is great, but I do want to go back for one second and share that, 
we were about to launch our first collaboration with our first Native American artist with Adrian, And she said, hold up. Uh, we've never publicly talked about the work that we're doing together. So you, we can't just like start selling a product that's too much at once. And, and Adrian, you really like pushed pause on us and made us just take a minute. And we said, oh, are you, okay. We, we thought we were putting action behind words. A lot of people on this topic and others have a, just talk. They have a lot to, to say and maybe they don't do as much. So we thought we were doing both, but we of course listened and, and trusted that. And that was an article in the Star Tribune in fall of 21 that Adrian was, was quoted in along with um, one of our other advisors. And, and it was the more, the most public apology that we had done because even though we had put it up on our site over a year before that's just on our website that's not the same as doing some some press about it so we were shocked by the interest in that and by how much that got picked up and and it was really um of course adrian was totally right to steer us in that direction but it's a good peek behind how this relationship works and what she does as a, you know, it's like, what is a reconciliation advisor? I mean, it's, it's being really thoughtful and saying, okay, that's one way of looking at it, but I, I, I know we need to, to do this other thing. So, um, you know, we did that and it was Adrian, it was me and you and <laughs> David Miller and, um, our director of, of marketing at the Katie and, I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but we didn't hire like a PR, you know, crisis firm to write something. It was really personal, which, which gets back to what you were just saying, Robert, which is what made me think of it. It was a personal thing for us and mm -hmm. how we talked about it was very real. So yeah, I, I, it's, a good, I think it's a good foundation before we go, go on to all the great things that we are working on with amazing artists. Absolutely. I just got to say too, uh, Adrian, I don't know if you know this, but I have a store called Native Roots Trading Post and I have my Hinu and Weeha run it. And we were at the fair and we fight appropriation one t-shirt at a time. And there's a lot of appropriation at the fair as, as we know, but hey, that is talk about, let's talk about the designers you're working with and let's talk about what's on, what's, what we can see in the website and see in the year beginning year uh, magazine because that's always fun to look through T tell us what's happening well we have adrian do you want to talk about what you've done you were our first artist that we worked with sure so <clears throat> what she's talking about it i at the time when this was all starting and kind of in the middle of covid i was beating hats and so i did a 30 well actually 40 hat launch um i did 10 of four different color colorways that was the first thing that happened um then from there we started working with um red lake Nishinabe artist lucy shefty who's also minneapolis native um and she actually did the first actual factual <laughs> on yeah. native american designed beadwork for minnetonko and she came out with her ziguan wabigan uh, mock here uh last spring and so that was that was major steps those are things that have already happened on top of um working with different organizations i think that that part should be talked about as well because there are there is um, community efforts actually with NACC who is on on here. We, um, uh, we've done I've done some jingle dress classes with them. Um, each one of the times that an artist works with uh, does a design launch, they have the option of a percentage of their profits to go to a nonprofit organization, native organization of their choice. So a lot of this work is really beyond just, you know, pulling in artists and doing this stuff. There's so many different aspects to it that have been really meaningful more than just like a public apology and all these different things. It's like, it really is like so well-rounded of an effort. And I'm not saying that just to, <laughs> but I feel like it is super thoughtful, right? In every way possible that it can be, we really try to try to do it. 
So, but I'll defer to Jory to talk about future stuff because I don't want to blow something away <laughs> and can't be done. Yeah. <laughs> so right. we worked with um, we've worked with Adrian on on two different hat launches, which which sold out, and on a shoe design that was inspired by the hat launch. We've worked with Lucy, like like Adrian just mentioned. Um, the next Lucy design is launching on Indigenous Peoples Day of this year. The wow. It's a new beta design named after her niece. Um, and we do not have, I mean, one thing Adrian and I are super aligned on, we do not have some arbitrary quota of how many collaborations to launch each year and how many artists to work with. These are, we've worked with Adrian on multiple things and we are, we've worked with Lucy on multiple things and we want to build relationships. And so we're going to keep working with them. Um, we have uh, a big launch with Lucy next year and we have a couple other artists um, that we are launching things with within the next year, um, starting kind of this fall. So I think people have seen, seen a good amount of Lucy and seen a good amount of Adrian and they will keep seeing them because they're like in our, you know, we feel like they're part of it now and, and really value those relationships, but we're going to be working with more and more people too. So it's a combination of new designs and also redesign things that are appropriating. We do have a lot of products and we can't do, um, it's a lot to, it's a lot to tackle and it's really, really hard to do all at once. And right. so we're trying to build and we're trying to, to gain momentum. So it's a combo of new things and, and replacing things that are appropriate. Say, how has uh, your audience responded to this? Obviously, it's a sellout of the hats and uh, the other things that you've had. But uh, what kind of feedback have you heard from from uh, your regular customers or better yet, your uh, people that all over the country, by the way, I was in New York and I saw your shoes uh, when I went to uh, – went to the hall of fame last year and it was like, Oh my God, they're right here. Look at this kiosk. This is awesome. Um, what kind of response from, uh, have you been getting? Generally speaking, it's been very positive, um, from our accounts, um, from consumers, from, from people and, and Adrian, it's important. You talk about the response you've heard, but I'm not going to lie. Of course, you get, I mean, trolls are going to troll. And yes, there are that we've had a couple comments from people that are not on board. You know, you go woke, you're going to go broke or whatever. <laughs> um, so that's fine. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but um, it, that's been absolutely the minority compared to the positive response and people feeling good. And, you know, Adrian, we've talked a lot about, I, okay, I'm not native. Can I wear this stuff or am I appropriating and how can I support? So if I, if, you know, there've been a lot of people like that who have said, oh, wow, I've started to learn about this too. And now I'm watching you guys and I'm, I'm feeling better <laughs> about it. So Adrian, right. I don't know if you want to jump in on that because we've talked about that a lot. Yeah, so I get asked that question a lot too. Like, what has been my response, or what have people in, in you know the native community said to me? And and I was nervous, you know, because I think it's just super. It's scary to to make these inroads and to to be the person that's gonna lead an effort like this. You know, it's like I think one thing that's been interesting, or like just comment wise, I haven't heard it personally, but it's like. Um, you know, I think there's so like the, the reconciliation and, and the native experience is such a big thing. And there's so much hurt. There's so much anger, all these things that have occurred. Right. And I think a lot of people can get things like confused or they see like one effort here, like, like this with Minnetonka and they're like, well, what am I going to see out of that? Well, how is that reconciliation for me or affecting me in some kind of context? But I think that it's in a bigger sense. And I wanted to mention that, too, when Dory was talking about what we are doing in the plan. I think what makes this this reconciliation also very special. And I think why the community has, has um, I guess, felt it so well or received it so well is that I, I was very, like, 
a stickler of of keeping these artists local, at least in the beginning of this process, you know, cause it was, it's really easy to go out and be like, oh, these people are really big in, in Indian country and they're doing this, that, and the other thing. But for, for me and with this specific effort, it was important. It's like, okay, the economics of reconciliation and all these different pieces have to stay here. And we have to see that benefit. This company is a Minnesota company. It should be working with, you know, local artists, uh, to to give back the most that you can feel and see in this area, you know, and, and being from, you know, where we're located. And I think that that's a bigger, you know, push to, to Minnetonka as well, too, is it's very easy to go after big name artists, but it's it's even better of a reconciliation effort to raise up folks who haven't got that light before. Well, I, I have to have you guys on again. This went way too fast. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, we have to do this again. Uh, where can we get this information? Do we have a website? Do we go to uh, Minnetonka's website to see what's going on? Because I have many more questions, and and I just want to say one thing too. If you're buying something that's made by a native, um, it, we would not be selling it. You would not be selling it, and it's and it's good for people to support the artists and the company that support the artists. So I just wanted to say that, Jory, before we let you guys go. But are we Minnetonka.com? MinnetonkaMoccasin.com. We have a suburb here, Minnetonka. So. Right. That's right. It's <laughs> confusing. Um, yes, it's all there. It's all there on the site. Peeny Gigi, you too, for being on. Up next, Dr. Stately and Native American Community Clinic. We'll be right back after this short break. Thanks so much. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. The place for autumn fun is the Park Tavern. Live music is taking over the Park Tavern's dog-friendly patio this fall. Head over on Tuesday, September 19th for Bryce Heggie. Wednesday, September 20th, it's Gospel Engraved. And on Thursday, September 21st, it's The Ice Holes. Music runs from 5.30 to 8 p.m. And reservations for groups of eight or more are recommended. And the Park Tavern offers private and semi-private spaces for small and large groups with no room fees and no minimum spending requirements. On Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park, autumn fun is waiting for you at the Park Tavern. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Hey, we are here with Dr. Stately, and uh, we're going to have a quick update. It's really good to see you, Dr. Stately. Understand you're uh, super, super duper busy, so I, I really appreciate you stopping in for one segment here and checking in and uh, seeing what's going on. I uh, was in uh, general counsel. I, I'm still a legislator. I did not get removed. I'm still here. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, one in a row. And but we have a little mini, uh, more than a mini breakout in Wisconsin here of COVID. It's uh, coming back. Yeah, the cases are on the rise in Minnesota too. 
there's kind of a been a report recently, I think. And I would say that it's um, really a good opportunity for us to remind everybody to go get your COVID booster. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I was just reading an article earlier today. Um, the bivalents are gone. No more bivalents. Mm-hmm. Um, the new the new booster that's been re um, or the new vaccine it's not even a booster it's a vaccine new vaccine is designed to address some of the newer variants um, and the one that we see out now which I think is I, I don't remember the name of it the official name of it but I think people call it the Eris Eris um, virus so <clears throat> or variant so. I think it's really important that people get that if they can, especially if you have um, vulnerable vulnerabilities, like you're elderly, mm-hmm. you have an um, immunocompromised um, disorder of some type, you are young, child, children with um, limited um, uh, immunity yet, probably would be really beneficial for them to have that. You know? So yeah. infants six months and older. I think it's cleared for, and then um, <clears throat> you know, other people who have immunosuppressant disorders like cancer or are in, are in immunosuppressant treatments like cancer and such like, and the like. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to remind everyone we're here with Anthony, uh, uh, Doctor Stately. I never talk you, call you by your mm-hmm. first name because you are a doctor, president, and executive officer of Native American Community Clinic here in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis. Uh, I see you got my shirt on there. Uh, where did you get that shirt? Is that your shirt? I think this is too small for you, technically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, but this is actually one of the vaccine shirts that came out like two years ago, three years ago or something like that. I'm just taking really good care of it. Right the on. one that my cat hasn't ripped up. My cat's ripped up. <laughs> yeah. My cat my cat made a hole in my AIM shirt last week. And then, man, I was wow. like, you're lucky I, I love you because you'd be right. dead to me if I didn't love you. <laughs> so we, we, I was at the minute, uh, the Mankato powwow Sunday. Uh, missed that you there. Me. But uh, yeah. really good to uh, see people and um, be reminded that uh, – you know, we're all connected and it was good. It was just really good to see people. I know. I'm so disappointed. I missed that powwow. I usually, I think this is, this might be the first summer I haven't gone to it since I moved back from Seattle. It's like one of my favorite powwows. It's small. It's not too, you know, it's, I get to see all the people that I normally don't see anytime else during the year. It's, you know, a, you know, it's not a competition powwow. It's more of a traditional powwow. You know, it's on the land of the Dakota, um, you know, the, the, the memorial, the land of Memorial Park, right. Land of Memories Park, which is a really significant um, piece of reconciliation for the Dakota War and the hanging of the 38. It's just a beautiful place to be. And it's always, like, lovely because it's the end of the summer. It's like the beginning right. of fall. And so the evenings are cooler and, you know, it's just a, it's just a lovely poem. And I missed it. I missed it this year. You know what was really what was really crazy, Doctor Stately, was the river that you drive by on one sixty nine is almost no water in it. Uh, Oh yeah, the drought falls was completely dried up. The falls was gone at the state park. That's That's concerning. So sad. It's it's so concerning with uh, what's going on with uh, uh, global warming and and things like that. yeah, uh, and I also got to remember our audience that's listening to us, and especially our our audience in Wisconsin. That uh, right down the street, Blue Earth is where uh, Ho Chunk were uh, for thousands of years, and we're also removed from mm-hmm. there. And uh, it's always cool to go down that area and see those signs, and uh, because uh, we call uh, Minnesota the place where blue clay came from, as Ho Chunk. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's oh, a good reminder. Yeah. Um, I saw that your guests right before you were like um, from uh, doing some good work, Minnetonka Moccasin and Adrian Benjamin, yeah. um, their reconciliation advisor. They're awesome people. They have supported a lot of the work that NAC has done over the last couple of years. They've done a couple of uh, moccasin making and jingle dress. Like I think Adrian's taught a couple of our jingle dress um 
uh, uh, making um, classes for our traditional healing program. And um, uh, yeah, and they've supported a couple of other things that we do. So they're really wonderful people. They give a lot back. Yeah, they do. And, and what was making an active effort to reckon, you know, to re um, patriate or just at least repair harms, historical harms, right? And that's all well, we really want from people is to make an effort. When have you ever heard that from a, a, a company as big as Minnetonka? I mean, I've never heard of that. Almost uh, never. No, almost never. Yeah. So, yeah. I Possibly mean, never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first of never. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, um, NAC has done some work around land acknowledgements because um, we're in a relationship with the University of Minnesota for um, a research center, uh, mm-hmm. a research project that's really exciting. Um, and someday I'll talk about that here. But part of that was to also develop a land acknowledgement for our for our research center mm. um, because we are there's 11 research centers across the United States and the one here in Minnesota is, has the only Native American project in all, all 11 centers wow. um, which we're leading and <clears throat> but that land acknowledgement process was really challenging in the sense that like you know it really did ex- it did teach us um, and stretch our capacity as partners to have intentional conversations about um, what has to happen beyond just acknowledging that harm happened. It's not important. It's it's not enough anymore, especially now um, post George Floyd murder and the pandemic to just say like harm has happened. Yes. Land was taken. These things are, are true. Um, people have known this for decades that this is true. Now it's time for us to actually talk about what we're mm-hmm. going to do about it. And, um, talk about making commitments, um, the commitments to, to repair those harms with the resources that these institutions have. So I'm glad yeah. that they're doing that work. Really awesome. Absolutely. You know, uh, Dr. Stately, you are a busy man. We got less than a minute left. Um, give us uh, what you want to tell the, the masses out there. You know, we have over 200,000 listeners in the two, four, or five state area. Um, you got 30 sure. seconds. <laughs> okay. Get your vaccine if you haven't gotten it. Be a good relative. Take care of yourself and someone else if you can. And um, just show up and be the best relative you can. That's all Creator wants from us. What a great way to end this uh, show. Uh, Haley, you're up next to end it here. Free Leonard Peltier. Ow. Free Leonard Peltier now. We'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake.